0: Welcome to the Reckoning Podcast, where we stoke a campfire, gather around, and have real-life conversations with old friends, new friends, professionals, and just shoot the shit. Reckoning all things from hunting, outdoors, beauty, entrepreneurship, relationships, life, and more. It's all just a reckoning. Today's guest is my friend and my health and nutrition coach that helps me with my macros, Brittany Eldridge. She is so much fun. And honestly, part of this was selfish because I wanted to chat with her, but I have had a lot of questions in regards to macros and what it is that I do and how it works and how it works with me working with my coach. So I figured I might as well have her come on. She's a no bullshit kind of a gal, my favorite kind, (laughs) and she keeps it real. She just wrapped up coaching CrossFit before she moved from Utah to Colorado to start her new adventure of living in the mountains and fixing up their cabin in the woods and turning it into their home. She is passionate about outdoors and movement. She loves biking and cooking. She's always on hikes with her cute freaking dogs. She's got a mini Aussie and a vizla, and she loves jalapenos, and she wants to grow a garden big enough to feed herself all year round. Girl after my own heart. <laughs> She is awesome. She loves her comedy and her reggae music. She loves working intimately with clients and seeing them become happier and more fulfilled in life. And I can attest to this. I do have to tell you that I have a moment in this episode where we discuss why I decided to start working with Brit. It makes me a little bit itchy and cringy. I have about a 10 seconds worth of an ugly Kim Kardashian cry while I'm trying to talk to her. but as much as it makes me cringe because I don't like crying in front of people, I left it in because that's what this podcast is all about, having real conversations that I know resonate with so many other people, and I know my feelings about health and nutrition and even my body at that time. I know I'm not alone in feeling that way, especially if you grew up in such a diet culture that i did there's not a lot that'll get me emotional like that but definitely discussing my feelings towards being a mom and my body and the way it was making me feeling at that time and realizing i came out the other side i had a moment without further ado let's go ahead and light the campfire and shoot the shit with brit so you're like in the essence of what i want this to be right hanging out in the woods all the freaking time jealous like we were just talking about but obviously i just finished my workout and i was like i better eat slash i'm gonna drink something (laughs) or my stomach will be growling the whole time and i'm talking to coach Britt, and i don't need to get yelled at like why is your stomach growling? Hmm? um so i'm gonna be sipping on my protein shake which is much needed what is your like go-to snack like as you're shooting the shit around the campfire
1: so usually campfire means a few treats so mm-hmm. to be truthful i usually have reese's i usually grab a reese's at the maverick when we head out and i usually have a reese's and then i don't really dabble in a ton of drinking or maybe have a shot of whiskey but then i just have my stanley cup my 40 ounce stanley cup with a straw and a handle that is so clunky but i mm-hmm. love it yes. and that goes with me everywhere everywhere I go. Sometimes I'll put the, the flavor packets in them, but Mm -hmm. for a little extra, but yeah, usually that'll just sit in my camp chair and then Reese's. Um, we also recently discovered a bison jerky, which I knew was a thing, but hadn't really tried and I am hooked. (laughs) (laughs) Life-changing. Peppered bison jerky is where it's at. It is so good. So good. good.
0: Did you buy it local?
1: Yes. Yeah, they have a whole a ranch. Okay. Like 30 minutes away. They actually have like their specialty is albino bison. Really? Yeah. Hmm. And they're just
0: all white bison. Yeah, that's cool. I'm gonna have to look into this. And it's close to you because you're
1: in Colorado. Yeah, I'll send you some. It's actually really good. I don't know, like it's not like the package says albino jerky but Mm -hmm. they have a bunch sitting out there on the farm and yeah it's pretty interesting oh that's cool and they're just out like free range yeah oh yeah there's probably at least 200 out there
0: nice another reason to come visit you
1: yes you'll pass it right when you come by it's sweet
0: Ooh. yeah jerky's a good one i always think jerky's a good snack i always love i'm like a I'm not much of a sweets person, although like you, I will, like, if I'm going to have sweets, it's going to be like chocolate with peanut butter. Yeah. And yeah, those are pretty good. The Reese's. I like those um, almond butter ones with the dark chocolate from Costco that our friend Amber got us cooked to out of the freezer. Or I'll do like one of those. What are they? Like the Mighty Protein Cups. Those are really good. But I'm like a chips and
1: salsa kind of a gal.
0: That's my Yeah. Or Like, give me the savory
1: yeah we were talking about this yesterday like my family came in town for labor day and we were talking about like preferences and Mm -hmm. cravings and it was so crazy because like all of the males in the room were much more um sweet tooth and like fruity and the females were all like savory salty and chocolate interesting (laughs) yeah like if you're going to yogurt land what are you gonna fill your cup with and it was like exactly male versus female it was pretty interesting which says a lot yeah that
0: is interesting a nice little pull between the fam (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) is your like did you grow up for everybody that doesn't know did you grow up in the health and fitness industry or like coaching playing sports how did you get introduced to being active
1: I wish I wish that I had been more encouraged to Mm -hmm. stay fit and eat healthy. For lack of like a better explanation, I grew up eating farm food. So it was potatoes, meat, vegetables. And my mom was an awesome cook, um, though bland. I'm learning now as I explore more in the (laughs) kitchen. (laughs) But it was just tons of starch and, you know, the same types of meats. You know, Mm -hmm. you had your red meats and then chicken and pork. Mm -hmm. Um, and then just a small side of vegetables, which were usually from the garden, which is awesome. So I did have good exposure to, um, eating healthy. Um, we'd never had processed food in the house. Um, I think a lot of that was just the expense of it. Yeah. So if we had like a bag of chips, it was like a huge deal. Um, So my mom was very, she was good about like having whole foods in the house. But we didn't, we didn't have like a pantry where you could just go grab a snack. It was like you ate your three square meals and that was it. And it was a ton of carbs, which is what I crave now as an adult, probably from my childhood. As far as like athleticism, I was always the athlete, but I grew up in a house where it was about music and piano and fine arts and so my parents didn't know what to do with me and so it wasn't until I was like 16 that (laughs) it's a funny story I actually had no electives to choose from I had and uh the principal was like well you're kind of late to the show the only thing left is a weightlifting class and I was like aghast like oh my gosh like girls don't (laughs) weightlift and I had no choice but to go to the class and I was the only girl there and I loved it, loved it. And I would go to the weight room after school and just do like three movements. Cause that's all I knew how to do. <laughs> <laughs> and the coach of the um, wrestlers team who basically managed the weightlifting room, kept seeing me there. And he finally was like, you should try CrossFit and This is kind of what it is. And thank God for him because he introduced me to fitness as it should be. Mm -hmm. And like a month later, I signed up at the CrossFit gym. It had just opened. Like it was its first month of opening, which was Hermes. Where we met. Where we met. Where we met. Our love story. (laughs) (laughs) And the rest is history. Like I was 16 and... I would wake up in the mornings before school at, like, whatever it was, 5 a.m., go work out um, at the CrossFit gym, and then go to school, do the weightlifting class with the with the wrestlers. And then when I graduated, I thought I might like to get into coaching, and so I went and got my certification and coached up until May of this year, 2021. That's my pouty face. I know. It's so sad to say it, like... <laughs> I was a CrossFit coach. I was like, what?
0: <laughs> what? Because that's been who you've been since go. Like you are saying, 16 is when you started.
1: Yeah. Yep. That's it's insane. definitely... Yeah, it's definitely been a, a weird transition, but yeah. I was so shocked to
0: learn because you are so athletic and you're so, I think, also like aware of your body, which I think comes with like athleticism, knowing that you... When you're like, I didn't grow up playing sports or doing anything. That just totally shocked me, or like gymnastics yeah. or anything like that. So I love hearing the backstory because I had no idea it started as like an elective. Like you got thrown into it, <laughs> and yeah. Then, and then how to do it?
1: Yeah, I did the Hershey track me and in what like fourth grade, <laughs>
0: mm-hmm.
1: and like made it to state or something. And then yeah, you're I freaking first fast. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you weeks, took thanks. my
0: ass at the sprint. <laughs>
1: Which I don't in My next
0: life compared to me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I just tell myself in my next life I'll I'll pursue that more. But yeah, doing the fourth grade Hershey track meet, I I realized like I love I love to move. So it was younger, but I just wasn't put in any sports or anything and so it just didn't develop until later.
0: mm-hmm. I'm curious, you said that you went to the morning class before you would go to school. How come, like, most teenagers don't have the will unless they're, like, in organized sports and a team's making them go to wake up that early. Was there a reasoning behind getting up and going first thing?
1: Yes. (laughs) And it wasn't my, it was my only option because, as you know, I grew up in a very devout, LDS home, and mm-hmm. so we were not allowed to have after school activities, which is another reason I wasn't put oh. into sports. Okay, and so it was the only time I could go, and we actually, you know, I could have gone to like the six o'clock class and still made it to school at eight, but I had to go to the five o'clock because we had to be home at 6 30 for mm-hmm. scripture study. Oh. So, yeah, that's kind of where that came from, but. It was good. It was really good for me to 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 have, to be forced to have that discipline mm-hmm. at 16 years old. So, yeah, I would say and that
0: obviously goes to show how much you loved it and it mean to you to be able to be getting up that early. Yeah. To do that. Was I'm kind of curious with all that too. And I mean, you can talk about it if you want to or not, but was CrossFit kind of eye-opening for you for being raised in something that was just as some people may know like the LDS faith? is very modest but when you get into somewhere where you know people are working out and you're getting hot and sweaty and I love this is what I love one of the things I love about CrossFit and just the community that it builds is like nobody gives a flying fuck what you look like (laughs) in art in the gym that we've gone to and they're just like if you're hot take it off man absolutely so there's people in hardly anything but it's because they're working hard was that kind of a shocker for you
1: it's, it was, <laughs> you know, the Lululemon shorts, you know, that like barely cover ash cheeks. Yeah, I just remember like confession, 16 year old ignorant self just being horrified <laughs> and like, oh my gosh, people wear just sports bras and guys are taking off their shirts. And here I am, you know, like mom's checking my outfit when I get home to make sure that I'm wearing the knee shorts and shirts with sleeves, you know, like I couldn't even wear a tank top. And it took me a lot of years to even feel comfortable, you know, wearing fewer clothes. And Mm -hmm. so I appreciate when I fully appreciate when especially females get to that point where they're like, fuck it and like tear it off because I had that moment and it was super empowering for me because it's my body and yeah i'm gonna show it off however i feel fit for myself and there is something about catching a glance in the mirror and being mm-hmm. like oh hell yeah and that doesn't happen all the time when you're fully you know clothes to each their own I respect everybody that you know wants to make that call for themselves but it was probably like three or four years before I even wore like shorter shorts to the gym so I get it
0: I love that I love hearing the transformation because now you look at you and like for me coming into the gym I came in and it was like that was a big turning point for me is like I have to do something yeah and and I'm not like I'm not a social butterfly (laughs) Like I can, I can take it till I make it <laughs> and I can pretend, but like going somewhere, someone else would have to drag me there. So the fact that I talked myself into going there and doing it and then like seeing you, I would have never guessed that you had those moments because seeing you, I was like, hell yes. Who's that? Like that's one day I want to rip my shirt off and have my ass look that good Yeah, like do it. And then I genuinely like. Like you said, there was such an empowering moment where I remember I was like, wore the wrong clothes for the outfit and it happened to work out because I looked over at you and I was like dying and you were just yeah. like, take it off. Who cares? Yeah, Like who yeah. cares? And I was like, mm, and then I finally did. And I was like, that was so empowering. After yeah, that, it's, like, it's... nobody's like judging you. If anything, your body's like you said, you're moving and you're, they're getting different angles of your body because it's working. Yeah. Like you've worked hard.
1: Yeah i i remember that too that was like not that long ago maybe a year year and a half ago yeah like a year ago
0: it was like right after we started working together yeah. so I was finally feeling like a little bit better yeah <laughs> like okay i'm a little bit stronger coach says i can take it off she's seen me in my <laughs> bikini like it's not as bad as i think it is and then i did it and is... i was like why do i like why did i leave my clothes like my clothes on why did i leave them on for so long but yeah. It's just one layer of like hiding underneath something when I could be getting more movement, better quality in my workout because I'm not so hot and run down.
1: Oh, yeah. And that that's like a practical element to it, too, is mm-hmm. sleeves, man. Like, mm-hmm. that's rough. And leggings, when you're running outside, it's hot. Mm-hmm. Like, there's definitely a practical element to it, too, where I see people just sweating bullets oh, yeah. and I'm like – take off some clothes yeah I would get (laughs) and then you get to the point now yeah and then you get to the point now where you like take a look at yourself and you're like oh "Oh, fuck I like I'm out of clothes (laughs) (laughs)
0: exactly I'm like um I can take my socks off when I get back after I'm done with the workout
1: (laughs) oh my god
0: I would I would get so hot and nauseous and I was like this is not worth it so That's so interesting. I love hearing that aspect of that. What made you decide, so you coached for how many years before you got into doing nutrition coaching?
1: So it'll be two years of nutrition coaching um, at the end of this year. So I probably, it was about six years of class coaching before I decided to dabble with the nutrition coaching.
0: Did you go back and forth with that for a while? Oh
1: yeah, because nutrition is hard mm-hmm. and <laughs> and the education piece is just bottomless and it's very easy to get caught in the well i don't know everything so i shouldn't even you know attempt and finally i just had to had to do it and i'm glad i did because it is in my opinion the foundation to health and wellness and mm-hmm you know, the triangle that we have that is, you know, a pinnacle to CrossFit and at the bottom, the bottom tier is nutrition. And it's really telling because I've been with, you know, the same gym coaching for, you know, the six years. um, And it's hard to watch athletes put in so much work at the gym and just see little if any changes with their um, physique
0: mm-hmm
1: and they get you know they plateau for years and oh. wonder why and it's a frustrating thing and it's the bottom line is the nutrition and so I felt like if I could bridge that gap then there would be all sorts of progress in the gym with performance the physique would change to where you know they're actually seeing it in the mirror people are noticing it around them and that's happened for sure with a lot of my clients that have been veterans of CrossFit for five years Mm -hmm. and then they start nutrition and three four months later there's they're seeing changes that they never have even though their regimen at the gym hasn't necessarily changed
0: and even just like being a part of the gym and watching people that have worked with you it was definitely like a ripple effect like one person oh, started yeah. working and then like give it a couple months and then we're all like, hot damn, like what? Yeah. And it's, like, <laughs> but it's like you said, it, it is funny to watch that because so many people are like, well, oh, I'm doing what I'm doing. And then you really do see the results and feeling better it goes such a long ways.
1: Oh, for sure. For sure. Energy wise and just, watching or just knowing, you know, which macro to eat before or after mm-hmm. even if you're not if, if you're still in the starting phases and just a few of those tips can go a long long ways. Hang on. Hang
0: on. Are you listening to this and you're like, you already know macros, you got macros or you're thinking about macros or you're even just like I need to figure out shopping, buying good healthy food, where in the do I start? I've got it, I've got it for you. I have my go-to macro shopping list, recipes and must-haves. My recipes, I have one for breakfast, lunch, and even a wild game recipe for dinner. I have, you know I love me a list, girlfriend loves a list. I have a blank shopping list for you, a weekly meal plan, And I have outlined my favorites from just your regular everyday market to Costco. Plus, I have a few of my recommendations that make counting macros or just trying to eat healthier that much easier in the kitchen and on the go. So if this sounds like something you're interested in, it's literally my gift to you. You can go to thereckoningpodcast.com forward slash ebooks. Again, completely free. If it sounds like something you need help with, I have, I think it's like 20 pages or something. You can get it at thereckoningpodcast.com forward slash ebooks and it'll get sent to your email. All right, let's get back to chatting Brit. Britt. Were you doing macros long before you started like um, your training?
1: Yourself yeah, personally? Like I, yeah, I had macros kind of got introduced along with CrossFit. I would say okay. in like 2016 is when I started hearing about them and started trying it for myself yeah, and it changed my body composition quite a bit even just doing it as like on my fitness pal. I think I I didn't have anybody assign me numbers. I just started tracking and knew roughly about where I should be and just that changed a lot. I remember um, like getting shoulders and I was like, "What?"
0: You have the best shoulders. <laughs> Every time you do something on the bar, all of us just like sit and drool looking at your back and your shoulders. <laughs> In case you're wondering what's happening behind you, that's what's happening.
1: <laughs> I, I get I get complimented on that probably the most. And at, at the end of the day, I'm like, yeah, that, I mean, yes, like nutrition and working out, but. You know, genetics plays a role in some of this, too. And mm-hmm. some people have stronger upper bodies or stronger lower, bo- lower body. And mine just happens to be upper. And for that, I am grateful.
0: Mine is lower.
1: Yeah, I was going <laughs> to say yours is lower. Mine
0: upper. is like, the upper has been quite the battle.
1: Yeah, like- I was actually looking at your intro questionnaire from Uh months months ago and you had mentioned that and I just giggled to myself like oh my gosh
0: that I knew my (laughs) body
1: yeah yeah (laughs) you said something some like very specific about like wanting to do muscle ups and just strengthen your upper body in general
0: I did I think I was probably like I want to swing like a gymnast from that bar
1: Yeah, I mean, that would have been, like, word for word for me, Because
0: I'm, like, that's, like, the one thing that totally intrigued me with CrossFit is, like, legs I've got. Like, that's just, I know that's my strength that always has been. But then the fact that it was, like, you incorporate the gymnastics with it, which I love and I've had a background in. But my upper body's never been my strength. That's always been the power in my legs. And so going in there and watching people be able to do both, I'm just, like, mind blown and I literally yeah. would like look at that bar and be like I'm gonna swing so good from you later <laughs> 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 like, like I'm gonna look like a bad motherfucker swinging from you that's just been my goal like I just want to do a couple oh, of yes them. and now oh, I'm yes. like okay now I have like five in a row maybe I should I should reach out and do more I'm like you know you've like, come a long ways goal. for
1: sure with upper body your arms look so exactly. good I had not looked at your first picture Mm -hmm. for, you know, a few weeks and I was like, hot damn. (laughs) Thanks, Britt. I needed
0: that. I wish I would have. So like, so everybody knows I started working with Brit last November. Like, I think we started like the week before Thanksgiving because that's just how I work. I'm like, "Mm, you know, if I'm going to push myself, let's just really do it and let's do it the week before Thanksgiving. Yeah before I'm camping for Thanksgiving too that makes sense, why not (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but yeah we started working then and I wish like if there's anything I could tell anyone and I told this to a few other friends that have started with you is like I know it's really hard to take those before pictures (sighs) and to take them with like hardly anything on yeah but I wish I would have I wish you would have too like, in my leggings that are high-waisted, which, that's yep. totally cheating.
1: <laughs> Just <saying. laughs> It's not very telling. <laughs> it's
0: not very telling, because they hug in the love handles. Mm-hmm. That's why I liked them. But yep. now I wish I would have. And I did find a few pictures from, like, a couple months prior to us working together, luckily, that I had deep, deep down in my email hidden. <laughs> and I'm glad I had those, because that, that is telling. But... It is pretty cool. Like that's been the one thing working with you too is like pictures for me and my body type go a long ways.
1: Yes. Without them and measurements. And I would say clothes fitting has been. Oh yeah. Clothes have been a big one. A huge indicator. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, I mean, it's, it is a struggle and that's why the, the approach that I take is there's, not just a handful of indicators of progress Mm
0: -hmm. i've sent
1: you my list before and it's over 15 bullet points long about Mm -hmm. all of the different indicators and it's not just about physicality but it's mindset and um the 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 thought process that you have behind selecting food Mm -hmm. and it's, that's the best part about coaching is watching people's expectations of progress, change, um, and well, really expand throughout the process and find different things in their life that have improved, um, even if that means that the number on the scale is the same.
0: Like to give everyone an idea, too. And one of the reasons I want to have you on was, one, it was selfish because I miss you because Burt moved to Colorado. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, I miss, I miss like her. All.
0: And two is because that's one of, like, the highest engagement that I get is with macros. Like, everybody's looking to improve, I think, the way they eat and the way they feel. And so yeah. I knew it would be very important to have you on. And people have been fairly curious about, like, my journey because I'm I'm pretty open about it because I know I get inspired by other people. Like, the reason why, obviously, I started working with you or even doing things is because I've watched somebody else's life improve. So like to give everybody an idea, one of the reasons like I wanted to start with you is I was at a point where I had been a CrossFit for a while and that was a really, that was big for me. I needed to be able to get out. Socialize was a huge thing for me. I actually, I'm like, it's so funny. People laugh when I'm like, I have friends. My mom's like, you have friends. (laughs) I have friends. Like the fact that I went up to a bachelorette party for your, (laughs) for your bachelorette party, like with girlfriends and I knew them all. It was like. If 15-year-old me could just see me now. Oh, yeah. Same, same, and same. Yeah. So, but I had made that and that was, like, consistent. And then I kind of got my hormones in check, which was a big thing. And then I was slowly starting to, like, okay, I've got my workout routine and that feels good. It kind of feels like second nature. It's not like I needed that little piece to go into place, yep. you know? And that wasn't too much for me anymore. And then it was like, okay, now I can kind of like start paying attention to what I eat and what's making me feel good and not. And I was just lightly tracking stuff and just doing that made a big difference. And then I got to a point where I'm like, okay, I I had hit that plateau.
1: Yep. And it was like,
0: now my knowledge with everything is spent. Like, I don't know from here, I don't know what else to do. I yeah. mean, I know like macros is, a good thing and i should be doing that but like where do i start you know and yeah. luckily i had you and i think one other friend amber from the gym would have been working with you and like just watching her and talking to her was like oh yeah there's something she was a great it. poster child <laughs> she was a great poster child and so yeah so i kind of started to work with you and like we said i had had my goals working with you were just that like I wanted, I knew, so this was November, and I knew summer was coming up. The prior summer is when I would gotten, like, my hormones kind of in check, and just that and paying attention to what I was eating had made me feel a lot different. And it was nice to, like, feel good and be doing things. And also, it's nice when people kind of start to notice, too. Like, that helps keep your motivation up. Absolutely. Um, but I knew, like, I knew the couple summers. It's like... <laughs> sorry oh I love you so much keep going okay I gotta like control myself hang on I knew like a, a couple summers prior like I just wasn't feeling like me yeah and I wasn't feeling like I was being the best mom and that was because I was hiding I wasn't taking them like to go to the pool or when I was going to the pool, it's not like I wanted to hop in and play with them or yeah. I wasn't running around and doing all the adventures because I just like felt weird in my body. And I knew for me personally that that's not me and that's not how I feel. And I love being outdoors with my family. I love doing things, but just the fact of thinking of like going hiking with them, I was just like, I don't want to. because i didn't have the energy and that was one of the biggest things is i i did the reality check with myself and was like next like this summer you know last summer i was like i feel pretty good It, it was a better summer like i played with them more i felt like when i send them back to school like okay like we did things that was fun yeah and fall was coming and i like going on hunts and stuff like i felt okay and i was moving better but i still didn't feel like me And I like feeling athletic and like, I can do things and push harder. And I was like, the reality check was, I want to go into this summer and I want to know that I'm playing with the boys all summer. Like I'm living my best life. I'm being a good example for them because I don't care. I'm getting in the swimming pool. I'm not thinking about it. I'm not saying things. I'm not trying to hide underneath anything. And I'm wanting to go out and do things because they're starting to catch on. And I don't want them to see me hiding and I genuinely want to go out and explore with them and keep going and even be able to push them a little harder because they're hiking and doing things. And so that was like overall my big motivation of working with you was having those breaking points. And yes, I wanted to like, I knew that it would take me tracking to do that and the physical aspects were kind of like they came with it like yeah my clothes are fitting better i knew i knew if i did it those things when it comes to like physical looks that would come with it also but i genuinely wanted the energy and the confidence yeah and i knew that that didn't like i wasn't we kind of had put like a number out there but i knew that if i could feel good and like look in the mirror and like see my hard work finally. Cause I feel like I was busting my ass. Yeah. But still not seeing it. Then that would, that would be everything. So that's kind of how I came about deciding to work with you. And so I started working with you and I went through and filled out your questionnaires and we slowly started to do things. Can you walk everybody through like, how it is you go through the process of working with somebody like similar to me is like, I've been working out. I kind of know how to track what is like the stepping stones as far as getting somebody
1: going. Yeah, totally. Before it was, I like the that. longest, like,
0: but I wanted no. everyone to know because I know it's so many other women feel the same way and dads.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I want to kind of like, just put wrap that up with a bow by saying like, it's a, it's a joke, but it's also true that I like to say taking control of your nutrition, you know, a byproduct of that is looking good naked because there's so much else that's inv- involved mm-hmm. um, that when you get to the point where you're at and you look back, the, the things that have changed, the things that really stand out are the mental side of things and how you feel better in general. Mm -hmm.
0: no and it's so so true and i think that's why i like why i had my moment of of tears is because is because i am so grateful because i know like where i was a year ago and now when you and i have had these conversations in my check-ins and like i was like holy shit like i am living what i wanted to yeah. I'm living in my bikini. I'm fishing in my bikini. I'm running around. I've had the energy and it was so nice to have those. And now it's like, okay, what's next?
1: Yeah. Uh, it's such a good feeling. And I know exactly what you're talking about and it just makes me so happy. But yeah, my process is basically um, when somebody signs up with me, you, you fill out a questionnaire that Brit just mentioned and Then I give you an introduction to myself and kind of where I feel the best fit for you would be. So we work together as a team and I set your macros. Um, So the three main macros are protein, carbs and fat. And I give you a daily allotment of grams for each of those three, as well as fiber. And you can use one of two apps to log all of the food that you eat, which is a part-time job for the first month at Mm -hmm. least. It takes some getting used to and some practice but the nice thing about the apps is that they start to learn your patterns and then it's a lot easier to log everything and then we do weekly check-ins and there's metrics on the app that you fill out about sleep, stress, hunger, um, more things like that. I have you do progress photos every week which it's ironic that you brought up the progress photos because mm. that's it's a sticking point for a lot of people. Um, so that's something that um, like that mindset piece that comes into play with it and co- and building confidence in the check ins is like part of my favorite job about this is because nutrition is very, very rarely ever just what you put in your mouth. It's mm-hmm. way deeper than that. Um, so we have the weekly check-ins, um, and I like at least a three month commitment because it takes that long to get used to it and get into the flow of things and start to see progress and tracking just, like I said, it just takes, it takes practice. And, um, if you don't know much about macros or how to read nutrition labels, or if you're looking at a, um, an aisle at the grocery store say of like bread and you don't know necessarily what the primary macro is inside of the bread or you're going to the produce section, you know, I'm looking at apples. So I don't know the con- the macro content, if it's going to be, if there's protein in the apple or whatever. So it kind of just depends on where you're at, but taking all of that week by week, adding upon it um, and just building to a place of confidence and then taking it further and further and that's that's the fun part about the process in my opinion is there it's untapped basically your potential is untapped as the client um and so once you get to a point we can we can go even further with that or you can stay in a maintenance period right now you're in a deficit and you have been for quite a while Mm -hmm. but that's what's working for you Mm -hmm. and that's going to be different for each of the clients based off of needs and progress and so on thing i like about
0: you and why i always recommended you to everybody is it's because you give like you were saying the three-month commitment is so important because especially if you haven't done a lot of tracking like the first month is really like just getting into the flow of that because it is yeah. different. And I'll tell you, it becomes just like second nature. It does. Yeah. But it is getting into the flow in that. And then it's like you give each week because when someone's like, oh, I'm going to work with a nutrition coach, I think they immediately think like all of a sudden it's, you know, they've got it all figured out. It's hardcore right from the get go. Yeah. And working with you, I love and I'm sure obviously you're really good at figuring out each individual and what's going to work for them. And as long as they're honest with you and upfront about it, like I was very much like I like little things at a time. These are things that I know. And but you give each week like one little thing you know, or yeah. a couple little things, the more you get to where you're comfortable with it. And I think that goes such a long ways instead of just an overload of information. It's like, okay, yes. here's your macros and here, like just focus on getting a lot of vegetables this week. Yep. And those little tips like building, cause it is, it's like a building block and every yeah. week you add a little something to it for that foundation. And that's so important.
1: Yeah, my my personal brand of coaching is i understand that life ebbs and flows mm. and i want i want people to hold themselves to a high standard but mm. that high standard can ebb and flow too and i i think that's kind of peculiar to me i'm not going to give you a meal plan that says you have to stick within these parameters day one good luck Mm -hmm. this is about educating people how to eat and taking a deeper dive into what foods work for them like for you for example have been um have have an intolerance to starchier carbs Mm -hmm. and you knew that coming into this but we've worked around that and that's been a huge like to your benefit because you still need carbs Mm -hmm. But the starchier carbs were clearly not working well with your body. Yeah. And like, had we not like taken a step back and been so adamant, had I given you a meal plan, like, Nope, you gotta, you know, you gotta do it. Mm -hmm. You know, you could have been, you would have been far more bloated and uncomfortable and not metabolizing as you should have, as -hmm. you are now, because we took a, a better look at like, okay, what is Brit's body doing? And it was so refreshing,
0: too, for a lot of people, and especially, you know, those that are millennials or grew up in the 90s, early 2000s. It's like the fact that I get to eat like, what, 180 grams of carbs is just like, (laughs) mind boggling to people. And with that, where I can't for the longest time is it's like, okay, I can't eat starchy carbs. Like what freaking carbs do I eat? Yeah. So the fact that I get it like fruits, not bad
1: yeah like my
0: body does really well with fruit and veggies and the fact that i can get you know all those carbs in with fruits and vegetables is incredible
1: yeah well most people like restriction is a huge word a word that i hear a lot especially in like intro questionnaires oh yeah like
0: yeah i think like if you restrict me i'm gonna go this way
1: yeah I think yours said like don't I don't want to feel restricted like four yeah. times and I literally I was, was like this is not what this is about. Yeah. It's not about restricting. It's not it's about education and balance and you can still have the foods that you like. Like mm-hmm. beginning of beginning of the episode, like I'm a sucker for Reese's. I eat yeah. a lot of Reese's. Like I love peanut butter and I love chocolate. And that is something that I still have every single day. And Well, not every single day. (laughs) I didn't mean to say that. But I have it probably once a week, you know? Mm -hmm. And I treat myself and, you know, we talk about emotional eating. Um, Mm -hmm. I talk about emotional eating a lot because we we all have forms of emotional eating. And for me, I recognize, like, I'm a big self-rewarder. And sometimes that means, oh, I just got through, like, a harder day. So I'm going to reward myself Mm -hmm. and to recognize those patterns and then work around those. Now I'm considering going to get a coffee, a reward instead of going to go get a cinnamon wheel at Papa Murphy's. You know what I mean? (laughs) I love the specifics, (laughs) but (laughs) yeah, well, yes.
0: (laughs) That means it's real. That means it's a real thing.
1: (laughs) Yes. (laughs) But it was the actor the ritual and mm-hmm. that I that I was craving. It was the pattern that my brain was trying to reward myself. And so, mm-hmm. anyways, just very particular things and it's just a process. And it sometimes takes a while and sometimes it doesn't. And it but either way, it's always really, really fulfilling for both myself and the client because it's tapping into something that's sustainable and maintainable. Mm-hmm. For the rest of your life
0: mm-hmm. yeah and i think that's the thing too as i've told people as i'm like you know what the time's gonna pass anyways are you gonna yeah. let it pass and you're gonna continue to take care of yourself and find yourself feeling better in a couple months or just continue to feel like you're feeling yeah so that's always my thing because it's like oh it's like three months away it's like yeah well three months is going to come regardless yeah so And I think that is one of my favorite things about working with you is I know I was always nervous because of restriction. And then also I'm like, okay, macros is is great because there is the balance of that where you can, you know, you can make it work. Like if you plan you're going to have like girlfriends on her period, she needs her some chocolate tonight. If you like log in first thing in the morning like I'm having a recess then you can plan your whole day around that and you don't have to like to be able to eat something guilt-free yes it's a complete mind shift change and it's so wild and there's even times where I know I have it in my macros and I eat it but just because I've I've been wired that way for so long to feel guilty about something I eat it and then I'm like oh like I don't know like do I not feel good because like i I have this yeah. going through my head and then i look at my macros again and i'm like it works and then i immediately i'm yep. like oh like my stomach but like i feel fine like yeah. it was literally my mind playing games on me but i love the fact and that is the biggest thing with you and why I continue to work with you is because you're not so like you're doing the macro thing you're there to encourage us and push us yes but you understand life happens And I don't have to feel guilty checking in one week knowing that, like, I had a shit week the week before.
1: Yeah. We, like, have enough shame in our culture. I really try hard to, like, ask provoking questions, Mm -hmm. like, to dig deeper or to just be, like, it happens. Let's have a better week or, you know, and I'm I'm human, too. Like, I've experienced this. I go through this uh, still now, you know, Mm -hmm. and it's not fair for, I think anybody to be, um, to be putting forth an effort and to have a, I don't even want to call it a fail, but you know, maybe a moment of binging or whatever. It's like, let's, let's talk about it. Let's figure out why, because obviously if we don't get to the root of the problem, then it's just going to keep happening but let's try to take the shame element out of that because that does nobody any good yeah you
0: did a very good job with me as far as so for like me personally the scale oh yes doesn't like to like (laughs) it doesn't move a whole lot but like i'm still in like a place where i'm like okay like we had very great conversations where i had to let go of the scale yeah and it was like, if you were to tell me, and it's helped a lot that so many more women um, have come out and like said their waiver and to give everyone an idea, I go between currently right now, like 150 and 155. And that's like, if I fluctuate or whatnot, but for yeah. the longest time, I was like, if I was to send you like in my idea, like I love like an athletic woman who you can tell is using her body, her muscles are popping, but she's still like, cause I'm I guess, like, 5'4", so I'm kind of small. So, like, she still has to be not, like, crazy jacked, whatever. That's just my preference. But, like, I'm like, Britt, if you told me she weighed 150, I'd be like, okay, like, that's cool. Like, I would not... And most of them do. Yeah, and most of them do. And so, for me to, like, let go of that and then For you to like assess the situation and look at it where I'm like, I just had a week where I was really down, got on the scale, we talked about it. And then the next day it's like, I wasn't eating. And we kind of had like a little heart to heart where it's like, do you think subconsciously you got on the scale? And because of the way, you know, diet culture was at the time that you were raised, do you think that you're not eating because of the results on the scale? And it was kind of like an aha moment for me. Yeah, I I remember...
1: I remember, I think I asked you like four or five questions and your response was like so beautiful and so eloquent. And I, I you know, I had, I had asked those questions said like this week, like, I don't want you to step on the scale because mm-hmm. I took it away, honestly. And now, I mean, you've just grown so much since then. Like, it's just phenomenal to look back. I think I remember even you saying something about like, oh my, like, I know I need to do this because, like, look at these god-awful pictures of me. Mm -hmm. And in the weeks and months following, majority of your check-ins were just psyched. Like, the confidence that you now displayed about yourself and your body completely did a 180. Even with that number, like, two pounds (laughs) different. Like,
0: it's not like I've had this huge weight loss, quote-unquote weight loss. No. But when we see measurements and pictures and the way I'm feeling clearly from the inside out is that that itself is a huge transformation
1: yeah but you you definitely had some work to do like improving your relationship with the scale mentally Mm -hmm. and you did it you did really good
0: I did and even still like I can hop on and like that's when it comes to life and life happening like I genuinely assessed life Cause I did really good. Like I honed in really, really tight from like March to like mid July. And then I genuinely knew I was, I want to do something that, that was my biggest thing with you too, is like, I didn't want to be restricted and I wanted it to be maintainable. I was okay with it taking time yeah. because like I said, I knew the time would pass and I wanted to be maintainable. And then July hit and I like kind of looked at my life, how I was feeling, my calendar, And I just knew I want to take it to the next level. But right now is not the time because I would be setting myself up for failure. I would be something wouldn't be something would be dropped. And the things that would be dropped, like my kids, my work, just going out. Well, your mental health health too. Yeah, would be something to be said about
1: demanding too much. And that's the ebb and flow part but i will say you maintained weight and exactly. while you were going through all of that your um your habits had changed so much already that it mm-hmm. wasn't you were still I, I, I if we had to put a percentage on it it was still 80 mm-hmm. percent that's that's twenty, thirty, forty 30 40 percent more than a year ago oh yeah yeah So those are like the sustainable habits that mm-hmm. even still were that month of august mm-hmm. being practiced
0: yeah that's like what i wanted to hit on is even though with life happening is it's like i could look back and say that and know and for my mental state be like that's okay that's one less thing i have to worry on but because i've been working with you for so long and like we had said so much had shifted in my mindset in regards to my body and food and the way i take care of it and just the habits that i had created through just knowing how to build a plate and yeah. cues my body's giving me, I was able to take, you know, a little, like, not be so, I wouldn't even say strict, just, like, it wasn't the first facing thing that I was thinking about. And, yeah, I maintained that weight, I mean, and I still feel great, and that that's everything, because... Life was stressful then, and there was a lot happening, and that's fine, but I just wanted to enjoy life, but I didn't completely go to the binge, and old me would have just derailed completely, and so I'm very grateful for that. So that in itself is worth working with you.
1: Yeah, that kind of thing just makes me so happy, and that's where I'm at right now, like, having just moved to Colorado, and... We, we have meal, project after project living in dust, you know, taking out all of the kitchen cabinets and getting a new fridge and at all of that. Like, that's just the kitchen. It's hard to cook. And I had to give myself grace mm-hmm. in this past month. Like, okay, you're living in a very small, confined space, you know. Mm-hmm. You don't have gas hookups for your stove yet. Like, it just, it happens to all of us and... Had I not been teaching, you know, I haven't had to practice that grace for a while myself. And so being mm. in the place now, it's like, okay, practice what you preach, Brit. And it's helped me a lot. So I totally can relate to that month, that August month. Yeah, I'm like, okay. And today was the first day where I was like,
0: damn, I feel good. Like, today's the yeah. day. I'm back. And you know yeah. what? I almost needed that little breather. And Like, mentally, I felt so good being able to, like, not have the guilt
1: of Mm -hmm. like
0: we said, like, giving that grace. But now today, after having that, I'm like, my workout felt so freaking good to be able to, like, make me a protein shake. All my... I got a grocery delivery yesterday. You'd be so proud. My fridge looks beautiful and stocked. There's so many greens. And I'm, like, craving a salad and fish. And I'm like, okay, she's back. She's back.
1: It is such, like, an alarming feeling. Like, I... Maybe something's in the air, but Mm -hmm. I woke up this morning too and was just like, oh, okay. Yes. I got my gas hooked up yesterday or on Friday and just, it's like, oh, I can use an oven again, which (laughs) I love my air fryer. For those of you that do not have an air fryer, please invest. I need to still. It is God's gift to man. And yeah, that has saved me in the past month, but I am very happy for a stovetop again.
0: There we go. See, the first, what, full week of September is going to be awesome. Yes. But if someone's like, okay, I'm ready to take some steps as far as just taking care of myself um, and feeling good, where do you think is a good place to start with
1: nutrition? Um, I would say start with breakfast. Generally start or start with one meal a day that you can improve on by adding more whole foods to that meal. So whole foods is anything that's not processed. And that's kind of just a general description, but generally the outside perimeter of the store away from the aisles, that's where the whole foods are. Produce, vegetables, um, whole grains, add more into that meal and build upon that. Again, baby steps, I'm a big advocate for those. Mm and start looking at nutrition labels. If you're familiar with macros and carbs, fats, protein, Mm -hmm. um, start reading nutrition labels and just see the content that is in the protein bar that you're eating um, or the sugar content of different protein bars or um, chips, that kind of thing. Just get familiar with serving sizes in relation to its macro contents. I hope I make sense there. Yes. Um, And just... Yeah, and if, if you want to follow me on social media, I am not amazing about posting content. I'm trying to get better about posting daily content. Um, I share a lot of food that I eat, recipes that I make, and on my story, um, at least once a week, I try, to, I try to do a full day of everything that I'm consuming just so that people get an idea of what my day looks like as far as nutrition, like starting with nutrition goes, that's what I would recommend. If you're feeling a little more gung ho, you can download the My Fitness Pal app that's um, powered by Under Armour. It's a blue app and you can scan in food, type in food and just log food. So when we're talking about logging and tracking, that's what we're talking about. Um, Mm -hmm. And that will give you a breakdown uh, at the end of the day of how many grams of each macro you consumed. And that's a great way to just kind of become aware of the calorie content and density, macro density of the food that you're eating. Do you think like as a collective, as
0: you've worked with clients over the last couple of years, there's something like fruits or veggies or something that you see most people aren't getting enough of that you think would be another great thing to add into diets?
1: Vegetables, yeah. I mean, we're just society as a whole. I mean, I would love Ideally, in the ideal world, it would be two cups of non-starchy vegetables per meal. So you could start with two cups non-starchy vegetables once a day.
0: Okay. Um, What's like an example of a non-starchy vegetable for those that bro- are
1: sure? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Broccoli, Brussels sprouts, asparagus, pretty much any of your uh, dark leafy greens. Um, starchy vegetables are red potatoes, sweet potatoes... So pretty much any vegetable besides potatoes, you'll be, you'll be solid.
0: <laughs> I remember you were like, I always love a salad, but I could have, obviously I've expanded my vegetables over time. Yeah. And I remember you would like, you're very big on like, get your vegetables in, like I promise. And then when I really, when I got to the point where I was able to focus on getting more vegetables in and doing so, I was like, Brit, you like, do you see my muscles? My yeah, muscles were like popping
1: yeah <laughs> and you were like
0: yep it would be those
1: vegetables I I like, like well damn it it if you would have so told me much, it first. It, but it's so important
0: <laughs> i know and you're like yeah i did I'm like yeah. it's, it, it's true i just wasn't ready to receive it <laughs> I'll just so if that's any wave, motivation I'll... for anybody your muscles will be popping get your vegetables <laughs> in <laughs> that's my two cents
1: yeah <laughs> it'll just
0: feel better for sure i'm always like oh, i need like i just yeah need don't be afraid
1: to like branch out outside of the normal vegetable. You mentioned
0: your air fryer. What's favorite recipe in the air fryer?
1: A good hash. So speaking of starchy vegetables, I love to do sweet potatoes, just cubed up. And then any kind of meat. If you're looking for something like super quick, I like the Adels chicken sausage. Mm -hmm. And I just cut that up, add some Brussels sprouts, put a little of Frank's. Frank's buffalo sauce on there if you're a hot sauce fan
0: Mm. and
1: um i just put that all in at the same time and do 25 minutes at 350 and it comes out beautifully it's so good maybe add some sweet peppers um if you need a little like extra sauce you can put just a a little bit of ranch with it after it comes out and kind of mix it all together it's really good
0: Mm. i like making bowls too just like what you shove in a bowl to taste good together
1: (laughs) it's it's the best option because you can use like anything that's in your fridge Mm -hmm. it's kind of like the smorgasbord solution
0: it is and it's funny too i find like some of my favorite meals are me just getting really creative like what do i have in my fridge or pantry to make work and now they're like my staples and it's nice because they they keep most of them you know oh yeah i think that's also a big thing and something i could say (laughs) And Britt can always tell when my um, logs are looking a little <laughs> lean. Like, Sparse. you need to go girl <laughs> grocery shopping. <laughs> put in your order. I, I'm like,
1: oh, yeah. I can't, I can't. Yeah, I've told you that f- a few times. I'm like, so you ran out of groceries on Friday, did you?
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm like, uh huh. I'm like, don't worry. I put in my grocery order. Because I was feeling that way on Saturday. I'm like, yeah. ugh, there's nothing to eat. And just, like, what I would find is just, like, disgusting. I'm like, oh.
1: Yeah. Yep. (laughs) Well, COVID (laughs) was, like, an extra challenge for that, too. And it wasn't just you. Like, everybody was like, oh, groceries. Like, got to go get them. Got to get them delivered. It's just an extra step. But. Yeah. I found now my favorite
0: thing. Yeah, we did. My favorite thing is just to do an order. Like, whether you can do. DoorDash or whatever. I just do even here. I mean, I would most, there's a lot of stuff I like to get from my local market and I can get. But as far as like getting a bulk of stuff, just doing like a Walmart order and having them deliver it, especially working from home, it's like, it's just the act of having to go and do it. And that way too, doing an order, you can map out what you have. You can look in your pantry, your fridge. Do I or don't I have this? Because there's nothing worse than going and spending all this money and then coming home to make something and being like, yeah. Ooh, I don't have this. Oh. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So I need to, I, I'm going to be better about that. That's one of my goals. One of my goals.
1: About to hit the grocery store. And uh, now that we live so far away from the grocery store, I have to be extra deliberate. It's no longer like three $40 trips during the week or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so, I'll I'll post on my story, like, uh, our haul for, like, a good two weeks. Yeah,
0: do that. That's so helpful. I love a good haul. And I love seeing, like, yeah. what snacks somebody gets or just, like, I'm going to make this yeah. of this, you know? And it doesn't right. have to be complicated either. I think that's
1: no, a big no. thing.
0: That's one of the other reasons why I wanted to have you on here. You and I connect so much when it comes to, like, outdoors and our love for it. And I think... Like you and I have discussed in the past, a lot of our our goals and just wanting to take care of ourselves um, mm-hmm. through nutrition and exercise is because we want to be able to go and enjoy the outdoors. And you've taken up mountain biking recently.
1: Yes, ma'am. <laughs> yeah. Have you guys been hiking lots? No, we haven't. Not here. Uh, house projects are just taking over, but... Man, I love mountain biking. I, yeah, it's just, I got into it last April 2020. And yeah, TJ, my fiance, was just like, bought me a bike. <laughs> and he's like, let's go. And I was like, okay, cool. And there's just, there's something in the fiber of my being that just loves, loves it. And yeah, I can't get enough of it, honestly. Which is another like point, a good point of like fitness and it, it's never just one thing. It can ebb and flow to you and it's never one size fits all. And you guys just recently got you a
0: cabin in the woods. Yes, we did. Yeah. And you're remodeling that. So you guys moved from Utah to Colorado. How's the yeah. house project going? It's like your little cabin in the woods. It's literally you have to go on Brit's Instagram and look at it because it's everything I dream of. It's surrounded by pine trees and Aspens.
1: (laughs) Uh, It is just, we actually had a bear. We had, we had two bears two different nights the other night. So that was like a wake up call to like, yes, you live in the woods now.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You're really in there.
1: Oh my gosh. Did they come up to Um, the house? they they did yeah they were we have a big bigger patio deck front Mm. deck and there was like an adolescent and i'm betting he was like two years old and the first night it was just him and he could not be deterred like lights on noisemakers did not give a fuck Mm. and finally we got him to leave he was smelling something I don't know what, but he was after it. And then the next night he came back and mom was with him. Mm. And luckily mom was like afraid enough that as soon as we started making noise, they scampered off. But we've got some trail cams and there they were. They've been there like a week before we even saw them just on our property. We just didn't know. So that was a little, it was, yeah, like I said, wake up call.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We were in the woods,
1: like there's animals and they're there, whether you see them or not. Yep. And I think this time of year, they're they're just more active. We've definitely got a lot of mule deer. Like, Britt, you would not believe how big and massive these guys are. And they're more populated. Like, I've seen way more of them than any does. Like, five really? times as many mule deer as I've seen does. You're going to have yeah. to send us some
0: pictures. I need to see them. But
1: I will. Yeah, I'm still trying to figure out the trail cam and how to get the download but um yeah the cabin is like 624 square feet so it's itty bitty but it's perfect for us and we're living we're definitely in projects right now but we're done with like demolition and like the bigger things right now it's just cosmetic which is awesome it feels good to be at that stage I got my couch after sitting on my camp chair for a month, so life (laughs) is good.
0: I'll bet RV life is a big thing right now, or like van life. What made you guys decide to want to
1: get a little cabin? I think our biggest pull was mental health.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And I mean, when you know that you'll be doing better off the grid per se, then that's if that's you like do everything you can do to make that happen for yourself even if it is like part-time in the winter or whatever and we I feel like we just lucked out we really wanted it and that that was our big motivating factor is mental health and we were renting in um lehigh utah which is expensive very expensive and just rates kept going up and i mean you know the whole rigmarole with trying to buy a house and it was just painful so we just started looking in areas that were cheaper and um you know tj's five-year-old daughter lives an hour away from us now um so that that obviously is a big factor as well mental health and at, at a point, we just kind of had to go, like, we don't know how we're going to make this work, but we're going to chase after it like we do know how it's going to work. And everything has come together and been orchestrated just, you know, by the universe. And it's just happened. And to find ourselves here is it's still sinking in. <laughs> Sometimes I, I zone out and then I, like, come to and I'm like, oh, my gosh, like, this is my view. This is insane
0: so crazy that's so, how I feel when you post stuff because I remember we've been talking about it and you were like started putting it out there like this is what we're gonna do yeah and so then when you post stuff I'm like yeah. you're there you did it
1: <laughs> I know trust me I still find myself saying those exact same words like whoa yeah I'm so yeah. proud of so, you and I'm
0: proud of you guys for finding that and knowing that and I think it's so awesome that you guys made it happen because so many people have things that they want to do or they know that would make them feel better. And they don't.
1: And I think that's very inspiring. It it took a good year, year and a half of planning. But yeah, I, I hope like as lame as this sounds, like I hope I can be an inspiration because it for in that aspect, because humans need more outdoors and we need to be more unplugged. And the only way to do that is to chase the dream and take some risks. Mm hmm. Yeah, you truly have to so, force
0: yourself to do that now.
1: Yeah, it, yeah, it's more unnatural than it is natural in today's society, unfortunately. But it is. I'm excited to see what you guys do with your cabin in the woods. Yeah. And all the progress you guys have. I love that you're sharing it. It's so fun. I'll do a garden next spring and I'm looking forward to sharing that as well. So what other projects do you have coming up or anything
0: exciting you have happening that you want to let us know about?
1: I have just one spot available for September for nutrition coaching. So if any of this resonated with you and you want to chat a little bit more about that, reach out to me. Um, Britt will put my uh, contact information in the show notes. Mm -hmm. And, um, One spot for September, couple spots for October, that's, that's really it as far as the nutrition goes. As we get into so many people are
0: getting ready to explore the mountains and go on hikes. I know you're the same way. You love to go hike with your dogs. Is there anything that you could say as far as training goes that could be helpful to just be able to be more physically active outdoors and hiking? There, like any workouts or things that you could say do at home before you go outdoors?
1: Not necessarily because I think go outdoors regardless. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you are looking to like improve your fitness at home, I think the best way to do that is to start with static holds. So plank, wall sits, um, side planks, those kinds of things. Try for thirty seconds on and then thirty seconds off for three rounds. Just get your body braced and your core tight and that goes a long long ways for fitness journeys even even now that's movements and routines that I do to keep my body tight and my breathing under control so that would be my suggestion is static holds
0: definitely and I think so many people too and I know myself take just going for a walk even if it's around your neighborhood like walking is so powerful and people forget
1: yeah even aiming for you know the typical 10k steps a day it, I mean that goes a long, long ways as well.
0: Those are those are great tips. I'm gonna do some static holds later. Well, probably not because my legs hurt.
1: <laughs> <laughs> tomorrow. <laughs> tomorrow
0: I'll do some static holds. Tomorrow. Way to be inspiring. <laughs> Brent, yeah. I'm so glad I finally <laughs> got a chat with you. We should do this more. I miss you. Let's do. Let's do it. You should come back. We'll discuss some some more things. I'm sure everybody's gonna have all kinds of questions. I'm always getting macro and nutrition questions and fitness stuff because i mean like you said it's always changing and there's so much to filter out and i think you definitely help filter out the bullshit and you're always willing to learn new things and work with different personalities and scenarios so i definitely think we should have you back on where can everybody find you and i'll put everything below as well
1: i'm on instagram at brit b-r-i-t underscore or fit fit 159 or on facebook Brittany eldridge all e's and eldridge
0: yep and i'll link that all below
1: thanks for coming on brit you're the best that was so good i love you so much
0: please don't forget to subscribe if you're listening to us on apple Podcasts, leave a five star rating interview it seriously helps more than you know if you took something away from this podcast or you enjoyed it please take a screenshot of you listening to it or a selfie and tag us on instagram at the reckoning podcast or me at Brittany.long. we're excited to chat with you next week